Does Nashville rank among America's best places to live? Bill Gates says that drinking causes alcoholism and cancer. And Cuban Pete is now protesting on Dominican Street. These stories and many more on Headlines with Denny the Bull. Welcome to Headlines. I'm your host, Denny the Bull, and I'm joined in the office now studio with a real, genuine comedian. Uh-huh. I see what you did there. I heard that joke last week. Like, when I, <laughs> yeah, That was a good one. Red Pill Jen, who won our inaugural joke off last week. Yes, I did. And at the end of today's show, we'll have another joke off. So congrats, Jen. Thank you. Thank you. You took one of Timmy and Jimmy's unused jokes and made it work. Just one. Yeah. Just one. one. Just yeah. one. <laughs> I'm also joined by my partner in quips, the lightning fast Tommy gun of dad jokes himself, Mr. Adam Jones. Oh, well, thank you very much. <laughs> As always, please like, share, and subscribe. With every like on this video, I get one step closer to buying myself a brand new Hawaiian shirt size 3X to fit my mammoth six foot four frame. Some have a dad bod. Me, I got a bad bod. <laughs> I went to the doctor this week, Jen, for my annual checkup. Oh, yeah, how'd that go? And when I stepped on the scale, it said one at a time. <laughs> wow. Literally, my doctor told me I had six months to live. Mm. I didn't oh. pay my bill, so he gave me another six months. Oh, oh good. Okay. Now, Adam, it's time for this week's pop culture deep thinking question. Oh, yes, I love these. The Olympics are yes. nearly upon us. Close. So I thought we'd talk about all the, the great moments in Olympic history. Oh, absolutely. All time. Now, the ancient Olympics began in Greece. Mm-hmm. From 776 B.C. through 393 A.D. Imagine that. The Olympics were held for over a 1,000 years. Yep. Now, back then, all the athletes were male, mm-hmm. and all of them were nude. Very nude. nude. That's right. All the male Olympians did their events completely buff. Hmm. And this continued until the African nations joined the Olympics, at which time all the white Olympians said, all right, that's enough of that shit. <laughs> now, let's put some shorts on, right? So nudity among male athletes began with the Spartans, who apparently really liked being around each other naked, from what I've seen in movies, which probably explains why there were only 300 of them. 100 of them, yeah. <laughs> Bet they won medals in beach volleyball. <laughs> Women, of course, were not allowed at the all-nude Olympics, especially during the swimming event. Oh, yeah. <laughs> definitely off limits. Javelin throwing. Yeah, and they definitely weren't there for the pole vaulting, which was <laughs> tough enough with hot Greek chicks making the guys have two poles to vault. Aye, aye, aye. All right. Now, these ancient games were primarily part of a religious festival in honor of Zeus. Zeus. Many people know as Percy Jackson's dad. Yes. And the very first Olympics actually consisted of only one foot race of 192 meters. Mm-hmm. So no, no snowboarding in that. No. Yeah. So athletes came as far away from what is now known as Spain and Turkey, and it only cost two goats to enter, which is pretty expensive when you adjust for inflation. Inflation, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyway, Adam, the games ended in 393 A.D. Mm-hmm. and took 1,500 years to come back yeah. with the modern Olympiad returning to Athens in 1896. Now, here are the best moments since then. Can't wait. All right. The games of 1896 featured 280 participants from 13 nations who competed in 43 events, which included staples, track and field, gymnastics, swimming, wrestling, weightlifting, shooting, apparently putting headsets on, <laughs> fencing, and oral massage, which Japan has won in every single Just episode. to clarify, was that say, was not anal massage. That was yes, oriental. Oriental massage. massage. <laughs> oriental. <laughs> we got two jokes out of that yeah, one. Yeah. All right. You tell Timmy and Jimmy, if I read one more anti-Asian joke on this show, say, I'm calling the cops to haul yeah. them out of here, come okay? Come on, come on. They're just kids. They're just kids. All right, yeah. Okay, now, Adam. Yes. Did you know that there were no Olympic Games in 1916 because of World War One? One. 1940 and 1944 because of World War II and 2013 because of World War Z? Hmm. That's how bad that movie was. That's how bad it was. Adam, you know the Olympic symbol with the five rings. Rings, It debuted in 1920. The rings signify the five continents of North and South America, Asia, Africa, Europe, and Australia, which is Mm -hmm. six continents, but then counting is apparently not an Olympic Olympic sport. sport. No. No. The passing of the Olympic torch was inaugurated in Amsterdam in the Netherlands in 1928. It was made entirely of hemp. Was lit, was smoked, and no Olympic records were broken that year. I bet not. It was a very slow year. And by 1920, black athletes began dominating events. So in 1924, we created the Winter Olympics. So take that, right? (laughs) Actually, in my opinion, the greatest Olympic moment took place in Germany in 1936, when American Jesse Owens won four gold medals against the hometown boys from Berlin in front of Adolf Hitler himself. Of course, Owens was a black athlete and dominated the games that year. 
And while Hitler didn't seem outwardly impressed by Owen's superiority over his Aryan master race, there may have been a reason why Hitler went up to him and said, Hey, uh, you don't happen to speak German, do you? Maybe you can train these kraut slowpokes over here. <laughs> Is kraut still a bad way to describe German people? I'm going to go ahead yeah. and say affirmative. Yeah. Okay. Adam, there were so many more great highlights of the Olympics over the years. Of course, our own Wilma Rudolph. Oh, yeah. She and Cassius Clay, Clay. remember him? Yep. They won gold medals in Rome. Bruce Jenner won the decathlon in Montreal. Who's that? Right. The Miracle on Ice hockey win over the Russians. Remember that? Do you, can, do you believe in miracles? I do. Yes. <laughs> and, of course, the dream team of Magic Bird and Jordan Ooh, winning the gold. Great. And let's hope this year we see more Olympic magic when only women win the women's gold medals. Absolutely. That's who I'm rooting for. That's what I'm women. rooting for. Yes. All right. It's time for our weekly Rushmore segment. Jen? That's right. Well, first of all, I just want to say that this segment is brought to you by the Axe Throwing Place. Come on out and check out the new kegerator. Say hi to Henry, Sandra, and the whole crew. They are located across from the new Publix in Sango at 592 Fire Station Road. You can find them on Facebook by looking up the Axe Throwing Place. Visit their website at theaxetrowingplace.com or give them a call at 931-919-9116. All right. So our Mount Rushmore was of the greatest all-time radio hosts. And our listeners chimed in and said, number one, Rush Limbaugh. I figured, yeah. Yeah. Howard Stern. One of my favorites. You know. Adam Carolla. Adam Carolla. That's an odd add-on to that Used to be Mrs. Jimmy Kimmel, Kimmel, wasn't he? Yeah. 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 And drumroll, please, our very own Joe Padula. That was my vote. I mean, that's an easy one. (laughs) I voted for Joe. Yeah, we we had to go there. All right, this week we are asking you, the viewers of Headlines, to give us the Mount Rushmore of all-time greatest baseball players Ooh. in history. In honor of the Major League All-Star game, give us your greatest ever. Is it the Babe or Hammer and Hank Aaron? Is it the Speedy Ty Cobb or the Power of Barry Bonds? Is it Willie Mays or Ted Williams or Joe DiMaggio? Do you know who any of these people are? Jim? I actually do, yes. Okay. And Mickey Mantle. <laughs> Mickey Mantle yeah. or Mickey Charlie Mantle. Hustle, yeah, maybe? But you yeah. got to stop doing their work for them. Let them yeah. You know? So comment your comment in the comments, and you will be in the running to be a bag man for our city council as they deliver bags of your cash to our local banks as they jack your taxes up 20%. That's right. 2022 can't come soon enough. Thanks, Mayors. Jen. Yeah. Do we have any fan mail? We do. I figured we did. Yes, we always do. Lisa from Cunningham, this one's for you, Mm -hmm. asks if Denny gets jealous of all of the vacation and travel time that Adam is getting this summer. you know, Adam and his fiance have been touring theme parks across the country this summer. We try. Right. Yeah. Making the rest of us extremely jealous. Yeah. They post about how much fun they're having while I'm stuck at work 12 hours a day. But no, it doesn't upset me. Because the last time I went with my wife to Disney World, Adam, mm-hmm. people kept calling her Belle as if she was cosplaying as Belle, but oh, she wasn't. No. took me a while to realize what these little bastards were insinuating. Oh. guess folks thought I resembled the... Uh, you know, if she's Belle, then I must be, yeah. Mm. These damn kids were humming Beast. the Beauty and the Beast theme. Because uh, Every tall. time we walked. Cause right, because I'm six yeah, foot yeah, four. Yeah, totally yeah. tall. Yeah. And I'd say, I ain't, it ain't Beauty and the Beast. It's Beauty and the Bull. I don't know. Have you seen the arm hair on Glexi? I think he would be more likely to Adam, get confused. Can you sing the Beauty and the Beast theme? Oh my God! Uh, no, uh, is it like Taylor. the time? Yeah, tail is old. So this time, beauty and the beast. We're gonna lose this guy pretty soon. Yeah. He's gonna be going to the big time. It's just gonna be the <laughs> something like that. Well, you know, my wife sings that song a lot, and I tell her I get choked up every time Angela Lansbury sings oh, that yeah. song, and every time she sings, I'd like to choke her. Oh, <laughs> yeah, by the teapot. All right, before we go to headlines, let's cut to a message from one of our sponsors. Hi, everybody. Denny the Bull here from the new show Headlines with Denny the Bull. Today, I'd like to talk about a new book I just read during a flight from Nashville to Vegas. It's by a local author, and it's called Matthew, Mark, Luke, and Bob, The Last Resort Escort Service. You can get the book on Amazon, on Goodreads, or Dorrance Publishing, or wherever books are sold online. If you're looking for a book with romance that's provocative and exciting, this is the perfect book. It's a quick read. It's like Fifty Shades, only written from the male point of view. It's a story of four male escorts and their manager, and it's written as a series of journal entries, like diary entries. It tells all of their adventures with women who have hired them for companionship. I couldn't put the book down. And I'm going to tell you, I don't know if these stories are real, but they certainly read that way. There's no other book like it. Again, it's Matthew, Mark, Luke, and Bob, The Last Resort Escort Service. It's written by local author Eldon Parker. Go to Amazon.com and order your copy today. 
That's Matthew, Mark, Luke, and Bob. Thank you. All right, it's time for headlines. News you can use with Red Pill, Jen. Bring it on, Jen. All right, let's start with some local news. U.S. News and World Report's list of best places to live in 2021 has been released, and Boulder, Colorado was named number one for the second year in a row. Yeah, the list includes a surprising number of cities in the southern United States, with North Carolina, Alabama, Arkansas, Texas, and Florida snagging all but two of the top ten cities. Surprisingly, Nashville, Tennessee only managed to crack the top 30 cities, according to the poll. Yeah, thanks, guy with a bomb in his motor home. <laughs> Jeez. So the Mile High City gets legalized pot and becomes just the high city. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And everyone votes at number one. But what is there to do in Boulder other than stare at mountains? If I want to stare at mountains, I just go to Ashley Miner's Instagram, Instagram page. That's all you can. There's go some to. boulders and for here's you. And here's my weekly, weekly. apology. Sorry, you, Ashley Miner. I'm wearing the shirt, though. Not surprisingly, the list of worst cities to live in America was also released, and it was topped by a city that rhymes with Renago, which is Puerto Rican for shitty mayor. Yes. You've got to do something right, Adam. I, don't for, look at me. I don't people live there to, anymore. You forget the fire of 1871, the Al Capone era, the 1968 riots, when they say that you're the biggest disaster to ever hit Chicago. I mean, yeah. But Lori Lightfoot has done exactly that. So congratulations, Chicago. Gary, Indiana, and Detroit, Michigan, both thank you. Yes. And that's sad because I used to live in Chicago. Mm-hmm. I love Chicago. But when you tell police that they're bad and the criminals that they're good, you get what we had here last week where a rapper got shot 64 times as he left Cook County Jail. 64. 64. Mm-hmm. Woo. It wasn't yeah. 50 cent either. Most cities have problems with lead in their water. Chicago has lead in the air. Mm. Literally. I think Nashville got slighted here. There were only 3,600 votes on this poll, which is pretty small. Yeah. And based on the amount of drunken bridal showers that beer bike down Broadway every weekend, I'm going to say we're a top 10 city. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we should be up there. Well, here's some happy news for Nashville. Okay. As Toby Keith, Amy Grant, Rhett Atkins, and others will be inducted into the Songwriters Hall of Fame. They will join over 200 artists currently enshrined in the hall during a supersized gala on November 1st at the Music City Center. I remember listening to Amy Grant back in the 80s when she was a gospel artist. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I also remember when she did Baby Baby. Get out. I was just like, Baby Baby. baby. No, no, let him sing it. Go ahead. <laughs> baby Baby. Oh, my I'm God. That's all anybody yeah, I'm not, I'm not I can't remember. No, everybody just loves the Baby Baby. Bro. And, That's all anyone and knows. Toby Keith is pretty awesome. I love Toby. Gotta yeah. say. Now, he's the man. I take his song, Should Have Been a Cowboy to Heart, because as you know, Jen, growing up on the ranch in Oklahoma, uh-huh, yeah. I could have stayed and ran the ranch. Yeah. I could have drove 10,000 head of cattle from Tulsa to Texarkana every spring, crossed the Red River with my 10-gallon hat. Mm-hmm. I should have been a cowboy, Jen. Yeah, you should have. Instead, I moved to Chicago and became a stand-up comic, told jokes at some of the sleaziest <laughs> dives in Chi-Town. There's nothing like being a comedian at a strip club. Talk hey. about getting ignored. Diamonds? Tough way to make ends meet. <laughs> That's a tough that idea. Then selling my body for 20 bucks a hag under the Dearborn Street Bridge just yeah. to survive. That's where I met Joe Padula, yeah. by the way. And he gave me a chance. He gave me the opportunity of a lifetime. He drove me here to Tennessee, let me sleep in the back of his car, except for when he was banging hags, right? <laughs> and then I moved up to the front seat. It's a good he got me into the Frosty Morn here in town. You remember Frosty Morn? I don't, no. Okay, the rest is history. All right. He needed someone to host a Sunday night talk show. And after exhausting the entire list, including three dead guys, he got to me. But I should have been a cowboy, yeah. just like Toby Keith. Now, I believe that women, Jen, find cowboys sexy. Oh, I agree. And that's why I'm talking about it. yeah. Remember back in the old Hollywood days, Adam? Uh, the Duke, John the Duke, Wayne. John yeah, Wayne. nobody yeah. went to one of his movies. and No woman ever went to one of his movies and said, hey, that guy that played the Indian was really yeah, sexy. No. Right? no. They thought John Wayne was sexy. Mm-hmm. Clint Eastwood Short, was sexy. Yeah. Women like that, Jen. Oh, yeah. If John Wayne walked in here man. right now, yeah. right, looking like 1957 Searchers John Wayne. or thank, let's Thank say, you for the clarification. Yes. Yeah, not, <laughs> not like uh, True Grit John Wayne. I'm All talking right. about the younger, good-looking one, yeah. right? Or Clint Eastwood from The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. Mm-hmm. If they walked in here, you'd walk out with them. You would leave your women's lib, your girl power, your 21st century bullshit. You'd just let Clint pick you up and carry you out. <laughs> well, considering that I don't have any of the above anyway, but I, you're right. I you know, speaking of The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, my dad used to describe our family photos like that. My yeah. mom was the bad and I was the ugly. Mm-hmm. But anyway, congratulations to Mrs. Vince Gill. That's Amy Grant, by the yeah. way. Yes. Who she stole, by the way. 
She did? Yeah. He yeah. was married. So was she. Oh my God. It was oh yeah, it was it's Scandal. a whole thing. Drama. It's a whole We, a we whole missed thing. that headline. That was that was Drama. years ago. All right. Well anyway, according to CNN, over four percent of all new cancer cases in twenty twenty were attributable to alcohol consumption, according to a study published in the journal Lancet Oncology. According to a publication no one's ever heard of <laughs> and a fake news network that lies for a living, four in a hundred cancer patients got cancer from drinking too much? From hitting the sauce, yeah. Well, the journal says that out of the 741,300 new alcohol-attributable cancer cases diagnosed last year, men represented 75% of them. Nearly 47% of the cancers were linked to heavy drinking, meaning more than six drinks per day, while 39% were from risky drinking, two to five drinks a day, only 14% were from moderate drinking. Jen, 100% of the statistics that you just read mm -hmm. were made up. <laughs> I'm going to have to agree. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Mm -hmm. There are how many people in the world? A like, lot. A lot. Like seven billion. Billion, yeah. How many health insurance companies? How many hospitals are... Or, or I, I should say, how many people are untreated? How many people with no insurance? Do you think when you go to the hospital... And they say, Mr. Johnson, you have cancer. Okay. You have cancer. Then they pick up the phone and they call the Universal Central Cancer Office <laughs> atop Mount Everest, where someone answers the phone. Uh, okay, we got another one here in Nashville, Tennessee. And the guy says, well, that would be 741,300. Yeah. Oh, wait, oh, wait. On one died. Yeah. We've got 741,299. <laughs> oh, wait. 741,298. Who collects this data? And who calls 741,300 people and says, we'd like to do a survey if you don't mind. How much do you drink every day, Mr. Johnson? We just <laughs> want to know if it has anything to do with your cancer. We all know that it's very, very likely that all 741,300 cancer victims all uniformly answered this study, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I know when anybody calls my house and asks to do a survey, I just can't wait to run to the phone like a dog answering the front door and answer, do you see what I'm saying? This is another ridiculous, stupid, unachievable, and impossible set of figures sent from a journey no one on earth has ever heard of to the most corrupt, bought, and paid for fake news channel on television to spew. And you know why, Jen? Why is that? Because I did a little research here at Headlines with Denny the Bull. Oh, did you? Mm -hmm. Get the research in. Oh. Yeah. And that Lancet Oncology is funded by, drumroll. I know who. The Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Oh. Exactly. And Bill Gates doesn't want us to drink or do drugs or eat meat because he's such a health nut. <laughs> when he's not making flights to Epstein's Island. Yes. Of course. He's all about healthy living for That's the rest right. of he's us. He's becoming Microsoft. Which is why he's 60 and looks like David Lopan. Yes. Right? I don't know who David Lopan is. but <laughs> Yeah, the old wrinkly 2,000-year-old sorcerer from Big Trouble in Little oh, China. That's oh, what Bill Gates, he looks like crap. He looks right. For his age. Yeah. Now, I'll tell you what, Jen. What? We were all drinking more last year. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. our government locked us down for literally nothing. There's nothing yeah. left to do. Took away our freedoms. <laughs> took away our students' lives. Ruined our economy and set us up for the worst inflation in history. Thus, we were all drinking. Mm -hmm. And Have if I, I get cancer... <laughs> I'll be drinking a whole lot more. Amen so trust me. That. I just bought a whole bottle of whiskey. Let's go. <laughs> well, another tragedy hit sunny Florida this week as the search for a local diver and fisherman was suspended after his dive gear was found by a volunteer dive boat and delivered to the U.S. Coast Guard. The Coast Guard reported that Timothy Obie's wetsuit showed damage consistent with a shark attack. They also found a tank, spear gun, mask, and a glove. I know it's terrible when someone goes into shark-infested waters and gets infested by sharks. <laughs> it's not surprising, but it is terrible, as is the decision to go spearing in shark-infested waters. waters. Yeah. It didn't work out in Jaws. You remember when Hooper, when they lowered him down in that little cage and Jaws that, totally... That did not hold so well for Hooper didn't hold cage, so well. No. He totally screwed that bad decision. I so, think we're going to need a bigger boat. Exactly. Bigger I guess boat. this Obi-Wan be going fishing anytime uh, soon. Mm. Something's in the water in Florida. They said the shark that ate him was 20-footer, to which Quint said, 25. <laughs> Three tons of them. See, that's another oh, crappy. I want to go home. Yeah. That's a Jaws quote, by the way, Jen. Oh, thank you. Mm -hmm. yeah. I, I Jaws is the that. most perfect movie ever made, just sidebar. I'm telling you, just that waters in Florida, man. They got gators. You got the yeah. sharks. In the, Very dangerous water place. Maybe be aware of your water surroundings Come on, when you I grew up. I grew up swimming. But yeah, you 30, were aware of 30, the water. Well, of course. Of course. I mean, you know, it's, it's part of the, it just comes with the territory. I mean, you know. <laughs> now, experts believe that Timothy Obi had a medical condition right before the shark attack, mm -hmm. which prevented him from firing the spear gun. Because surely, if he was all right, he'd have fired the spear at the great white shark. Mm -hmm. No problem, right? I can tell you this. If I was scuba diving and a great white swam up to me, I'd have a medical condition. <laughs> 
I have a medical condition, kind of like the one Adam had before our show. Oh, oh no, we don't on. need to go. Yeah, there. we don't need to hear that. No. You would find that no, medical no, no, no. condition in my soiled swimsuit next to two floating turds, oh, my God. serving as buoys to where I was last seen. Well, speaking of risky adventures turning tragic, <laughs> i.e., Adam's trip to the bathroom. Thanks. You're welcome. Love you. The pilot of a hot air balloon fell out of the basket in Vermont, leaving three passengers in the air. According to police, and the details of this story are insane, by the way, the balloon originally took off with a pilot and four passengers. Are you keeping score, Denny? Yes, one pilot, four passengers. All right, all right. I mean, seriously, this is, this is a mess. Okay. You got it, Adam? Okay. I'm counting, yeah. So, right. The balloon took off, but then descended and briefly touched down in a field. Upon hitting the ground, the basket tipped, and a passenger fell out of the basket. The passenger did not re-enter. Still good? Yes. Drunken passenger <laughs> fell out of the basket and passed out. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I got it on my fingers here. Are we good? All right. Adam's counting. All right. <laughs> so uh, the pilot, who also fell out of the basket, became entangled in gear connected to the balloon. While entangled in the gear, the balloon ascended back into the sky, leaving the pilot hanging underneath the basket upside down. Jeez, oh, Pete's. Why is there no video <laughs> footage of this? Oh, my there God. This would be. have been amazing. Was there Willy Wonka be. driving this balloon? What is going on? <laughs> I don't know, but according to police, as the pilot was trapped beneath the basket, the balloon continued to rise until he eventually fell to the ground, quote, from a height. Let me guess. Cause <laughs> of death was unknown. Exactly. COVID. COVID. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was known. He was squashed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, the story continued as the passengers are now stuck in a rising balloon with no pilot. Apparently, the balloon gradually descended after about one and a half miles in the air until it was in New Hampshire, where it became stuck in a grove of trees. The passengers were able to climb out of the trees and reach the ground safely. Worst birthday <laughs> gift ever. <laughs> Doesn't that sound oh like one of those, uh, you know, if there's 34 people in a room and you, it's like one of those little jokes like, you see on no, Facebook? No, some quizzes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sounds like one of my nightmares. This, this would be pretty <laughs> terrifying to be in a balloon. Your pilot is hanging and under hanging you. underneath. Yeah. And then you all see him fall and from a height. None of them are trained. They're like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know how to operate I wonder what thing. the height was. You I know, know I love that. From a height. I'm all for wearing a parachute inside a hot air balloon just for this reason. That story actually made my nuts tingle. Like they tingle when I feel turbulence on an airplane. I get oh, yeah. the willies when I think about heights. The willies? I see what you did there. You see, if this happened in Tennessee, yeah. see, some dude would have just pulled out a you know shotgun and blown that balloon so it would have gone down. You know what I mean? They just said, shoot it. Right? Problem solved. Can you imagine being that pilot's loved one? Hearing this story about how he died over the phone or something. Right? Well, especially if it was that story. It, yeah, exactly. Yes, ma. Bad news. Jack. See what uh, happened was. Jack didn't make it. Well, what happened was he was taking this group of drunken people in a balloon ride. And, well, long story short, he got tangled in the basket. The balloon went up. He got untangled and he fell about a mile down into a cornfield. I mean, he fell from yeah. a That is horrendous. Yes. I hope that all these thrill seekers out there. Uh, the chick we talked about last week who swam with the alligators, the, alligators, uh, yeah. the dude who spears sharks in Florida, the dude with the hot air balloons. You are putting people in a very bad storytelling position if something goes wrong. Start thinking about that, how they're going to tell the story of your death. Yeah, yeah. The ironic right? part of this story is those three drunk people you took up all got into that survey about cancer from drinking. It's so weird that it yeah, just right. kind of <laughs> entwines with each other. Mm-hmm. But, of, we, but we all want to put that cancer. out there. We joke, like you'd say, jo- yeah. we joke, but death is something we don't, you know, you don't joke too much about. But, like, that would suck to be a passenger and just <laughs> seeing yeah. that. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, and, and why didn't they film it? I don't know. Just one of them. Everybody pulls out their phone. Exactly. Nowadays. I would have. I don't know. Well, in some business news, restaurants across the country are struggling to find workers, none more so than a Burger King in Lincoln, Nebraska, where all nine employees not only walked out together, but left a parting note on the restaurant sign. In an image that has since gone viral, the sign reads, quote, we all quit. Sorry for the inconvenience, end quote. The store was closed and has not yet reopened. I remember a guy who looked and sounded a lot like me who predicted all this about 10 shows ago. I said that if you let Bernie Sanders pay everyone to stay at home, if you reward people with extra money for not working, mm-hmm. they'll stay at work even when they don't get paid. I mm-hmm. think I said something about inflation, I do too. I believe you 
did. Yes, you did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I seem to remember that. Well, apparently the workers were protesting long hours, low pay, and kitchen temperatures that reached 97 degrees. The Burger King situation is one of many examples nationwide of what is known as rage quitting over work conditions and low wages. You almost did that earlier in the show. I, right? Yeah. You were ready to rage quit. Almost. Almost. Totally. Now, don't get me wrong. I would never want to go back to working in fast food. Oh, no. God, no, no. You guys have heard my stories. Oh, yeah. All of them, yeah. The Big Mac song. Yeah. <laughs> the, the damn big, middle bun. The missing middle bun. bun. You know, my very first job, though, was mm-hmm. not at McDonald's. It was a Chinese fast food place called Panda Shack. Ooh. Panda Shack? <laughs> it was the hardest job I've ever had. And I was in charge of not only putting the fortunes inside the fortune cookies, Jen. Oh, that's laborious. But also writing the fortunes. Oh, yeah, this oh, is a long bless, time. They didn't have heart. pre-printed fortunes no. right on paper. No, these were real fortunes, and I had to come up with a lot of short phrases to stuff in these cookies. Did you have to do the numbers on the back too? Nope, no numbers. No numbers. Okay. So I'd write stuff like "only sick cookie think cookie psychic," <laughs> right? And I'd write, or my favorite, if you know see dingy. Put cookie back in thingy. Oh, my God. Now we see where you got your jokes from, inspiration. Anyway. I'm there. My boss, this big bastard named Ding Toe, he fired me because I wouldn't give out chopsticks because I think they're stupid. All right? I've been very vocal about this. People only use chopsticks in movies, Jen. I use chopsticks. That's it. Why would you use a chopstick when a superior eating apparatus has been created called a spoon? When it comes to sushi, I use a chopstick. Why would you do that? Because it's fun to I refuse to. I I refuse to give them out because I think they're dumb. But as far as Burger King goes or any business, workers are going to want more money now if you're going to make them work. And the market is going to demand they get paid more. It's called inflation. Who is that higher wage going to trickle down to? Hmm. Hmm. Who's going to pay for that? Us. Mm -hmm. And when you feel all that trickle down, trickling on your head, it ain't warm rain. It's Bernie Sanders pissing on you as he spreads his BS that I told you would lead to this. Apparently, these guys did not have their way. I bet you were one of those guys, too, that only gave one napkin for an entire Value meal. You had to ask for the napkin and the hot mustard. <laughs> Table of seven. Okay, here's and the one duck fork. Sauce. Good yeah. luck. Share a straw. Well, in some good news for Asians, NBC reports that after seven years of efforts, Minnesota State Senators Fung Hodge and John Hoffman have finally convinced the Asian Carp Regional Coordinating Committee to re- rename itself the, quote, Invasive Carp Committee starting August 2nd. Now, I believe one of these two senators is actually Asian. It sounds Not like sure it. if it's John Hoffman or Hung Lo. <laughs> no. no, no, it's... it's, it's <laughs> What's the name? It's Fung Hodge. Oh. oh. Yeah, Fung All right. Hodge. Yes. Well, the Asian carp label is commonly applied to four imported fish species that are wreaking havoc in the Great Lakes. The senator said the last straw was when signs reading, Kill Asian Carp, started appearing around fishing areas, which were a turnoff to foreign visitors. Hmm. You know what else was a turnoff to the fishermen of these villages? What's that? Foreign visitors. <laughs> <laughs> well, the move comes as other wildlife organizations Buys names some consider offensive, including the Entomological Society, which this month dropped Gypsy Moth from its insect list. There were so many offended gypsies. Yeah. I'll bet. A lot of protests in the gypsy community. Yeah, I heard they packed up and moved to another community and then packed up, moved to another community. Oh, (laughs) no, you didn't. You know what? (laughs) I can tell you, as a proud French Canadian, I am deeply offended by French fries, French toast, and French bulldogs. I'm also 12% German. What about Canadian bacon? So I am deeply offended, yeah, that too, by German chocolate, German shepherds, and gerrymandering. Okay? I'm 12% Scottish, so I'm deeply insulted by Scottish eggs, Scottish terriers, and Scotch tape. And don't even get me started about my Irish heritage. There's a fighting Irishman for you. These carp came from Asia, thus they're Asian carp. That's right. You know what, Jen? What's up? I'm not messing around anymore. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Okay? This is it. I, I, we've talked about a lot, uh, this over and over about mm-hmm. this Asian stuff. I know. Hand me the phone, please. Dun, I, knew dun, this, dun. I knew this was coming. Here you go. And I'm not calling the writer's room. No. Oh, no. No. I'm calling the damn cops. I've had enough oh, of these God. two jackasses. Danny, don't do it. Don't do it. Look, we need them, and they're just kids. Yeah, they're not kids. They still live at home, yes, but they're not kids. They're in their <laughs> 30s. That means they're losers. Well, All give, right? them, give them hell. Now, listen. I've told them no more anti-Asian jokes on this show, but they won't stop. First, it was the cream of some young Iraqi guy joke last week. That was over the line. Then there's me having more chins than a Chinese phone book. Then the Confucius honeymoon joke. Then the the Olympic Oriental massage joke. Yeah, that one offended me. And then the fortune cookie stuff. And then hung low. I've had it. Joke's over. I'm calling the cops. All right? No. All right. The chin one was funny, though. You did like that one? I did. Yeah, because it was me, (laughs) right? It was me with more chins than a Chinese phone book. All right. So uh, let's just say this call to the police station. 
not the writers, the police station is mm. brought to you by Moth to a Flame Candles. Go to, how do you think about that? I don't like the that cops. a lot. Go to Facebook, visit Moth to a Flame, and look at their amazing slusher and candles or tell them the scent you're looking for. I got a candle for whoever, whatever. Yeah, just visit Moth to a Flame on Facebook or don't up to you. All right. I Let's, do not sponsor that type of hate and anger. All right. All right. Let's call the cops. Uh, also, offer the cops uh, uh, some candles too. All right. Yeah. yeah. All right. Police station, please. Yes, I'll hold. Hello, cops. This is Denny the Bull down at Office Now Studios. I've got two delinquents down here loitering in the old shoe closet who call themselves writers who write stupid jokes and who I want you to come get, beat up, and lock up forever. What? Yes, I am advocating for police brutality in this case because it's warranted. (laughs) And when you put them in the back of the car, bang their heads on the door and knock some sense into them. What's that? Yes, these were the two clowns who used to work at Jimmy John's on Sunday. Yes, they were the ones throwing those cherry bombs under the big tents last weekend. Yes, come and get them. I want guns drawn. Guns blazing and uh, shoot to kill. Know what I mean? <laughs> I'll take care of that. All right, no more Asian jokes. All right. I think you're good. All right. No more. Well, you, ahead, may, you may have heard that the island of Cuba exploded in protest this week as residents uh, showed outrage over shortages of food and medicine that have lasted since the start of the COVID pandemic. Recent inflation and energy blackouts during the tropical summer heat wave aggravated the situation. The protests have extended all the way to Miami, where people filled the streets to protest the decades-old U.S. trade embargo with Cuba. I remember when Bernie Sanders said, here comes my imitation. I've been working on it. Uh, let's see it. They have a great increase in literacy under the communist regime. They have universal health care. They have a government. This just when did sucks. Bernie become Asian? I'm just <laughs> We're done with those jokes. Seriously. We've already called the cops on them. They have government jobs program. Life is so wonderful that they climb under rafts and no, float he's for... Italian. Well, they float for days across shark-infested ocean waters for 100-plus miles to get to our terrible, racist country called the U.S. of A. And they land in Florida, where Trump lives most of the year, and DeSantis is governor. Oh, my God. Yeah. Meaning Bernie's full of crap. The mainstream media says these protests are about COVID, which is like saying the Black Lives Matter movement is about the Lakers not making the finals. Yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's untrue. What is true is that they're tired of being a third world country that is cut off by us, the U.S. Mm-hmm. And there's a way. Do you see how I, how I got past that? I, I messed up. And I said they're cut off by the U.S., yes. but I said us. Us. So I went back. But that's good. Us, the U.S. That's good, yes. That was beautiful. All right. Mm-hmm. Very now, humble. Very humble. There is a way they could not be cut off by us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Say you're an ally, remove your communist regime, and try to become a territory or even a state. Amen. No. Now, that'll never happen. No. You know why? Jen, because Cubans are largely conservative voters. Once they're in America. So making Cuba a 51st state would give the Republicans more senators, more House members, kind of like making Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico a state would do the same for the Democrats. Yeah. So I say it's even out. It would. I say it's high time for the Castro experiment to end. It's been Mm -hmm. 60 years. It's time for Cuba to share and the U.S. to do likewise. Give them the medicine and the food. When they remove their government and we'll all light up a Cuban cigar to celebrate. Well, Puerto Rico is still like recognized as a the territory, a territory yeah. of the u.s so adam they didn't have power but, for like a year yeah, <laughs> yeah but that's the thing but yeah. we didn't care about we didn't them. care not we didn't care about not even a little bit no. well speaking of viral protests a group of students and faculty at elite catholic university notre dame say that they don't want chick-fil-a to open a restaurant on their indiana campus ironically the protesters cite the fact that the popular restaurant chain frequently donates to christian groups Last time I checked, Catholicism falls under the umbrella of Christianity, right? It's somewhere pretty close in there. definitely in that umbrella. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. well, roughly 180 Notre Dame students and faculty signed an open letter calling on the school to nix the proposed eatery. The movement gained steam after two undergrad students wrote a letter to the editor of the college newspaper titled, quote, Keep Chick-fil-A Away. It's funny that a school with the name Fighting Irish Irish. (laughs) is suddenly so sensitive Oh, I'd yeah. be careful if I was them yeah. because most of the employees of this Chick-fil-A are probably Notre Dame grads. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, most of these grads say, I'm a Notre Dame graduate. Would you like fries with that? Now, see, I'm not a big fan of Notre Dame. Uh, we can see, tell. See, I, I, I am. <laughs> I, like their, I like their football team. But, yeah, but see, you didn't graduate from the University gra- of Michigan. Yeah, that's the thing. Same school as oh. Tom Brady. I did. And we usually <laughs> play Notre Dame early in the season during non-conference, right? They're one of the teams you have to beat every year, along with Michigan you. State and Ohio State. So. I just don't like the Fighting Irish, okay? But I do remember the time I met a girl 
very attractive girl at a Michigan Notre Dame game. Mm-hmm. And she actually said to me, this is a Notre Dame soon to be graduate. graduate. She actually said, I'm not very feminine. To which I said, yeah, you're not very smart either. <laughs> What's going to happen if they don't get a Chick-fil-A? Colonel Sanders is going to show up and then you're going to be sorry. Because employees at KFC ain't like employees at Chick-fil-A. At Chick-fil-A, no. the employees are like, Welcome to Chick-fil-A. It's my pleasure to serve you. Here's your nuggets and your potato wedges. It's been my honor feeding you today. It's been my lifelong ambition to fill your nourishment needs. I can hear finally, that right. I mean, Finally an impression that truth. Denny nailed. I mean, it's right? a truth. Yeah. Have a blessed day. I truly hope you come back. I do. Then you got KFC. Hold on. What do you want? We're out of Two that. Two what? Regular what? Coke? Yeah. You want yeah. that spicy? No? Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Real happy folk. Yeah. 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 Always missing stuff, too. So be careful what you wish for, Fighting Irish. You might get stuck with the colonel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I think it's that time again, and I hear the Uh-oh, music. Oh, there it is. Yep, I hear it. Yes, everybody, it is Biden time. In a passionate address in Philadelphia this week, President Joe Biden once again called election integrity laws being passed in red states the, quote, most significant threat to the United States since the Civil War. <laughs> I'll take hyperbole for 400 hours. Yes. <laughs> This is our uniter-in-chief, the man who is going to let us go back to brunch, the man whose charisma and down-home appeal got him 10 million more votes than Barack Obama. Who promised us we'll come together. Mm -hmm. That's right. Well, Biden continued saying that new voting laws are, quote, an assault to suppress and subvert the right to vote. With no evidence whatsoever. He's just running his mouth to please the speechwriters and the Democrat donors. Now, I thought that the January 6th riots at the Capitol were the worst attack on our democracy since the Civil War. They're called insurrections. The insurrection was worse (laughs) than Japanese warplanes, worse than the spread of communism, worse than presidential assassinations, worse than 9-11. Wasn't January 6th the worst thing ever? Oh, now it's the voting rights laws. Let me tell you what the biggest threat to our democracy is. What's that? A president who divides this country by calling 75 million people racist. Mm -hmm. Okay, A president who pays people to stay home and do nothing and who jacks up the price of everything for those of us who do work. Mm -hmm. A president who does nothing to the Chinese, nothing to the Saudis, nothing to Iran, but who scares us talking about the red boogeyman in Russia. A president who chooses an unqualified, cackling clown to be VP who could very much take over in the next couple of years. That's a threat to our democracy. So he's only six months in. But Joe Biden is shaping up to be the worst president of my lifetime. I can tell you, he and Carter are neck and neck. Sure, (laughs) Trump was a jerk. He had no couth. He lacked table manners. But my gas was a buck cheaper a gallon. Yeah. My groceries cost less. I was making more on a paycheck. And here's a fact. The majority of Americans believe that you should show ID to vote. The overwhelming majority want election integrity and putting the last four digits of your social, your driver's license number on your mail-in ballot is not too much to ask. Even though Kamala said that poor black people in rural Tennessee, they don't have access to a Xerox machine or Kinko's. Guess what, Kamala? I don't have access to a Xerox machine or a Kinko's either, and no one has for 15 years. But guess what? Everyone has a printer at their house or a Mm -hmm. camera on their phone or a Walgreens within five miles. This is all a distraction because they know that there was shady crap that went down in November. Sure, you can say, well, it wasn't enough to overturn the election. It was only 10,000 ballots here in Michigan or this many in Wisconsin. That's like telling your teacher you only cheated on one question on the test, but it wasn't enough to change my grade, so who cares, right? (laughs) The fact is Americans, and lots of them, lack trust in the establishment. The media is garbage. Mm -hmm. Our lawmakers are garbage. I like that. Lawmakers. Lawmakers. That's the past past tense of lawmakers. (laughs) (laughs) Our elections may be questionable. These red states are trying to shore things up. If you've got nothing to hide and ain't going to cheat, then why do you care? That's what I agree. Well, speaking of red states shoring things up, one of the biggest news stories of last week was when Texas Democrats left their home state in order to avoid voting on legislation that would change the state's election laws, specifically requiring voters to provide identification either in person or on mail-in ballots. By fleeing the state for Washington, the Democrat lawmakers prevented a quorum, otherwise known as the minimum required number of lawmakers to be present in order to vote on the bill. (laughs) When I think of the phrase Texas Democrats, I think of other completely contradictory terms like Jewish sports legends, (laughs) right? Like famous black country stars. 
like brilliant Kamala Harris debate coaches, like fat, fattest female porn stars or Hillary's hottest swimsuits. There's something utterly missing from the phrase Texas Democrats. And what's missing are Democrats in Texas. Yes. Now, I heard that the Texas Democrats teamed up with the Alabama Democratic Party <laughs> to have a seven-on-seven football game on the White House lawn. Yeah. They couldn't get enough players, so they had a wicked two-on-two chess game. There you go. Mm. That and works. they still cheated now, to win that one, too. There are a handful of Democrats in the Texas yeah. House representing the big cities like Houston, Dallas, and Arlington. Yeah. And this collection of Waco wackos and Corpus Christi corpses pulled a political stunt that was well-documented by them including photos of their masklessness flying on a private jet while drinking beer and having a great time in complete violation of federal aviation laws. But, hey, rules are for thee and not for me, right, Jen? That's right. Do as I say, not as I do. Well, there was funny, too, because on that, that uh, because of this whole bill, there's a side story. I don't think we talked about it, that they passed a law that says any Democratic lawmaker that comes back, they can get prosecuted. Mm-hmm. So... Maybe they should. Have yeah. to see what happens. Well, and one more bit of Biden news. The Biden administration this week reversed a Trump-imposed policy that opened major areas of the U.S.'s largest national forest, the Tongass National Forest in Alaska, to logging and road development. I can see the movie on the Nature Channel now about <laughs> Biden in this forest, the dumbass in the Tongass. <laughs> you think Sleepy Joe has any idea where Alaska is? Probably not. Uh, in South no. America. <laughs> Well, the Department of Agriculture said it intends to end large-scale sim- timber sales in the area, which delighted environmentalists while angering officials such as Alaska Governor Mike Dunleavy, who said it cripples local industries that depend on the forest to survive. One of the environmental groups, the Sierra Club, was very happy with Biden's decision. Its chapter director said in a statement, quote, Alaska communities can breathe a little easier today. I'm betting this chapter director works on her laptop at Starbucks and has never been to the Tongass in her life. No. Just a guess. Probably not. Probably not. (laughs) Now, I read that large timber sales are banned, Mm -hmm. but small sales for community consumption and cultural items like totem poles, canoes, and tribal artisan use are still allowed, which sounds like cultural appropriation and brings me to another point. Could be a rant. Okay. Uh Yeah. Adam, we see a lot of minority groups nowadays. We sure do. Every commercial has a perfectly balanced blend of every race and gender you could want. Mm -hmm. Billboards, shows, except no Eskimos. No. Now, we're talking about Alaska. We're talking about the Tongass National Park. If this was Biden protecting land in Detroit or the Bronx, you better believe there would be some black folks being interviewed. If Biden was protecting the Keystone Pipeline, we'd be hearing from Native Americans. Mm -hmm. True. If Biden was protecting Chinatown and San Fran, I guarantee we'd be talking to some Asian Americans. Mm -hmm. But we are talking about Alaska, the ancient, uh, untouched Alaska, the frontier. We're talking about totem poles and canoes. Where are the Eskimos at? Where are the minorities of Alaska, and why don't they get any pub? Mm. Are they too agreeable? Don't they protest? Aren't they pissed off about something? Aren't they pissed off that there are no Eskimo Disney princesses? (laughs) Don't be counting Frozen either, because they were like Norwegian. <laughs> yeah, oh, they, they were. were, yeah. Aren't they pissed off that the Academy Awards don't require 10% of the crew of a nominated film to be of Eskimo heritage? heritage. Don't the cops in Anchorage disproportionately go after Eskimo people? Mm. I don't believe it, Eskimos. Where are you? Why are you silent? You can't be just satisfied Americans. You can't be patriotic minorities who just go with the flow and do your jobs and keep quiet. No way! Biden is cutting off your supply chain. He's telling you you can make totem poles, and that's it. It's time to rise. Rise up, Eskimo Nation. (laughs) Melt the ice with the fire of protest. Get in the streets and march on Washington. Denny the Bull loves you, and I'll support you in your fight against Lottie Liberals. Break those igloo chains. Let's go. hot in here. Yeah. God. I, think right, I love you more now, Dennis. I know. <laughs> I think it's. Let, let, let's. We need some happiness. Yes, okay? happy. All right. All right. Well, you guys know I love dogs, so this oh, story makes me happy at least. Okay. All right. So look out, Lassie. Move over, Marley. Tango the dog, part of a South Dakota search and rescue squad, got a profile in People magazine this week after finding a 17-year-old girl who'd been reported missing three hours earlier. Hmm. Um, I'll take smothering parents for 400, Alex. Yeah. Did you say three hours? Three hours. Just three yes. hours, yeah. Yes. Uh, so the magazine featured a pictorial of the dog and its trainer, but gave few details of the disappearance part of the story, saying only that the dog tracked down the missing teenager and found her unharmed. The magazine did not say where she was found, other than it was near a reservoir, nor did it say what she was doing when she was found. 
I think this was the biggest non-story people's published since they <laughs> devoted serious. an entire article to Kim Kardashian's shocking new bikini pics <laughs> or J-Lo's new boyfriend. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but not not a single word about the riots in South Africa and everything else. Let's let's right. talk about a, a teenager who was missing for three hours because that never happened. With some shady yeah. description <laughs> yeah. not shared at all. Exactly. You know? This poor girl just wanted an evening screwing her boyfriend out in the woods <laughs> down by the reservoir. Then this dog showed up. Damn it, Ruined Tango. it all. Damn reservoir dog. <laughs> Within three dog. hours. Yeah. Oh, reservoir Ah, oh, nice, yeah. Mr. Pink. I she love it. She just wanted some privacy after dinner. Yeah. And it's so late at night, too, 6 p.m. So her parents call the freaking county sheriff's department, who promptly find her three hours later unharmed, <laughs> but with a red face and messed up hair from making out. Not to mention, this was not a 10-year-old, Jen. This is no. a 17-year-old. That wasn't a child. That's, I thought I was misreading the headline. I yeah. was thinking, okay, did that say seven? Teenager. You know? Probably has a cell phone. Mom and dad are frantically texting her where are you where are you they probably have just GPS had that and... had that tiff with her parents she's like i am 17 blah 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 she's wanted to get a piece of ass <laughs> there i said it tango is an overrated dog and this is a dumb story people if you need ideas for stories just message us yeah. tango got... is a blocker oh <laughs> man wow. you can't say that can she say that i, I muted I myself. she muted herself oh i goodness. muted myself you know that's some right. tango and cash right there that's right. right well guys there were so many headlines this week i'm gonna let you decide which of these the two of you would like to discuss okay. Okay. all right i'm gonna go into rapid fire red pill mode and you pick the topic all right all that right. sounds like fun here we go you ready yes mm-hmm. number one catas- let me try that again okay number one Catastrophic flooding in Western Europe killed 120 people this week. Mm, a lot of comedy yeah. material to be had in that jam. Yeah, it was Pass. So sad, too. Talk to the writer's room, okay? Okay. Reynolds wrap aluminum foil is now color-coded, including green for recycled. How about just silver tin foil? <laughs> for me, that's all <laughs> I yeah, need. Okay, Pass. So, so not that one. All right. A new Netflix movie will tell the true story of three road-tripping young women who found out they were dating the same guy. If it wasn't me, I don't care. Pass. Pass. All right. Number four. You guys have two more. Okay. All right. Number four. American sprinter Shikari Richardson, disqualified from the Tokyo Olympics, was offered a quarter million dollars to be a spokeswoman for Dr. Dabber, a popular vaping company. Okay, let's pause here. Adam. Yes. I gotta tell you, that young lady is very attractive. I, Have she, you seen she, her without all that? Look, yeah, she's not a bad. Yeah, look. she should probably avoid sponsors that go against the rules of her sport. It'd be like a baseball player openly being a spokesman for steroids. Yeah, but pass. Yes. All right, all right. Well, this, this is it. My last grab. Okay. A Hollywood film producer was charged this week with running a secret prostitution ring behind the front of his production company. Well, Denny, that's it. Like They're that. all whores, Jen. They're perverts <laughs> and whores. I told you. Get this is this is Hollywood. This is why I'm asking to restart nuclear testing right on the San Andreas fault line. Did you let's, say yes. nuclear? Yeah, let's break them <laughs> off and let them float away. I'm all for yeah, it. Yeah, was Jen, this Harvey Weinstein's cousin or something? What yeah. Going yeah. On? If you don't have anything better than that, I suggest we prep for our bonus material. Okay. I, now, I think that's probably just for a the reminder. Best, yeah. If you watch us on Facebook Live at the Joe Padula page, or listen to us on Spotify, or subscribe to us on YouTube you're probably going to get our bonus content, a segment we call Joking Off. So make sure you switch or subscribe on YouTube right now to get this material. All right? Don't want to miss it. Yes. All right. Well, folks, we live in a society where the right believes that abortion is murder and guns are freedom. And the left believes that guns are murder and abortion is freedom. I think these are two issues we'll never agree on. So let's just agree on the other 98%. Let's Let's do do it. Let's agree that drinking and hot air balloons don't mix. No. Okay? Really bad. Not ever. Let's agree that Cubans... Carrying the American flag is a sight for sore eyes these days. Makes you smile. Beautiful thing. Spark up that cigar. Let's agree that Asian carp don't care if you call them Asian or invasive because they're fish. And they're they're delicious. They're what's for dinner. Let's agree that Burger King better give their workers a whopper of a pay raise. Mm, Have it their way. That's right. Now let's agree that Nashville and Clarksville are top two places to live and play no matter what the magazines say. Ten all right. four. Let's agree on all these things, and then we'll disagree on just a couple. So, again, please comment, like, share, and subscribe. For Adam, for Red Pill Jen, thank you for watching Headlines with Denny the Bull. Until next week, and if you want, stick around for our Joking Off segment coming next. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Woo. Peace out. Ah! All right, welcome back. This is our bonus round called Joking Off, and we have a special guest this week. It is intern Shane from the Joe Padula Show. Welcome in studio. Now, Shane, the first part of this segment is reading unused jokes that our writers, Timmy and Jimmy, say, I can't sell. 
on the air. They just don't think I'm funny enough to sell these jokes. But what I did is I went dumpster diving, and I found these jokes in this envelope. As you can see, this envelope's never been opened, and I'm going to give it to you, and I'm going to give you a chance to kind of warm up, okay? Because the second part of the segment is called Joking Off, where you're going to tell us your five favorite jokes, and then Adam and I are going to hit you with our five best jokes, and we're going to see who can make who laugh, okay? Now, just for showing up in studio today, Shane gets a $25 gift card to the axe-throwing place. Have you ever thrown axes, Shane? No, but I've grabbed axes. Okay. Have you, you've had a good piece of axe? Oh, I've had the best piece of axe I could ever ask for. All right. Well, that's good. That's a good start. So you're going to start with these five unused jokes, but then after that, you're going to get a chance to tell us your five favorite jokes. And for every laugh you get, if you make Jen, myself, or Adam laugh, you get five bucks. Okay, so you could get 15 bucks a joke times five jokes at 75 bucks. Plus the $25 gift card to the Axe Throne Place, that's 100 bucks you could walk out of here with. But in the final joke off round, when Adam and I throw our five bets, I can tell you right now, Jen will tell you, it's almost impossible not to laugh at this material. Oh, yeah. She was crying mm-hmm. at some of my jokes that's last exactly week. Exactly why I was crying. Yeah. yeah. Now, for every time you laugh at our jokes, we get 15 bucks back. Okay, so you could actually walk out of here with nothing but the gift card to the Axe Throne Place. Okay, so this is a real test to your comedic talent. Okay. So like I said, unopened envelope. I'm going to hand it to you. All right. Almost as secure as All the right. Academy Awards. That's right. Big time. Right. Watch out. About to let one rip. All right. I love it. I'm so excited to hear these five jokes that Timmy and Jimmy didn't think I was good enough to tell. I mean, let's see what happens. Let's They're see what so happens. They're so ungrateful, you know? Yeah, we I know. Too, we, we pay, pay them, them a lot. Too much. We yeah. pay them a too lot. Much. Yeah. All right, go ahead, Shane. What's the first joke? If you fight fire with fire, there's only one winner. America's powerful fire extinguisher lobby. Hmm. I like my movies like I like my pasta. Meatballs, too. You know, I can hear myself telling that, mm-hmm. but I can also hear the laughter that would have followed. Yeah. No. Let's see. Fast and Furious 9 opened last week. The cast is getting older, so perhaps it should be called Brisk and Bothered. Boo! Maybe Brisk and Peeved? Stop it! Maybe not. No. Maybe not. Maybe no, not I couldn't have sold that. No, that's, yeah. They say orange is the new black, but in my apartment building, Kevin is the new black. Forget selling it. You couldn't even give that away. No, I don't know. That's kind, kind of met, racist. Never even met Kevin. Kind of racist. Yeah. We don't do jokes like that on the show. I can see why that went in file mm-hmm, 13. Man. I know multiple Kevins. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure you do. Hmm. All right, so go ahead. What's the final joke from Timmy and Jimmy? Went to see Winona Judd in concert. She sang one song and then stopped. The lights went on. The guy next to me asked, is it over? And I said, it's not over till the fat lady, oh, yeah, it's over. This is going fat great. Joke. Yeah, we don't tell fat jokes. Come on, Timmy and Jimmy. Look at me. Do I look like I accept fat jokes on this show? Of course not. <sighs> Those are terrible. I'm sorry, Shane, you bombed. Yeah. Uh, if, if this was in the actual joking off round, you would have got Jack Diddley Doggy Doo mm. out of that, okay? Now, that was so, funny. Yeah, so I should get five bucks. Uh, <laughs> yeah, five um, bucks, winner. So now, Shane, are you ready for the joking off segment? Oh, I'm. This ready. is what you're here right. for, right? The we cash. Got, yeah, I'm ready. Official scoreboard right, right here. Jen um, is keeping score. That's right. She's going to keep track of every laugh. And, and, and okay, let's let's set the parameters here. If we give a big smile, like the full eighty-eight keys, no, there does has that to count? be vocalization. There has to, yeah, you have there to, has have to be sound. There has to be noise. <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah. You can't just be like. Okay. What about this? That counts. That counts, uh, doesn't it? I, I, I'm, that might count. Okay. Because you, you did find it So funny. you hear that? Yeah, so it's a no laughing challenge, not a no grinning or smirking right. challenge. Right. If I go like this, doesn't count. <laughs> but if I go... I'm just going to keep that, that's, straight face. There, there, is, there is sound. So, okay. So five bucks per laugh, right? Five jokes. 75 bucks on the line. Go ahead. Let's hear it. All right. Here we go. I like how he's got them. Saved. Yeah. It's good. He's I had prepared. The, very professional. I had, I had the wrong window open. It's okay, but you okay. got him saved. When I was 16, my first vehicle was a truck. It was all we could afford. Boo! Boo! In my mind, it was like I imagined laughter, 
but yeah. it wasn't from the three of us. <laughs> no. You know what I mean? It's kind of funny how that worked. Yeah. Jen, what's the score so far? Zero. Goose eggs? Yeah. Okay. All right, let's hear the second joke. You shouldn't be mad at lazy people. They didn't do anything. Never go for retard. I mean, that's facts. It's it's clever. Mm. It's kind of witty. Ish. I, I had like two teeth. There's truth. <laughs> I had two teeth going on that. Still nothing. Two teeth, zero score, though. There you go. Okay, go ahead, Shane. You're over for two. So an alligator bought a GPS system the other day that makes him a navigator. That's right, it sticks! He's getting a lot of pity laughs from the, the He's getting pity right. laughs from the from the, the peanut gallery yeah, over, here, over here. But I had count. curled lips for a second. That was close. I, yeah. I, I'll tell you that. That was I close. I did grin to his side a little bit. So okay. Did, All right. Get, yeah. That actually sounded like one of your jokes. It does. That's a, that's a dad joke. It, it totally was, yeah. All right. Go ahead, Shane. So there was a guy I knew who owned a joke shop, a comedy club, and makes novels about humor. In other words, he's an entrepreneur. You get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. <laughs> oh, my God. Denny. Denny. That was Denny. That's only on Denny, though. Denny. That was good. Oh, I like that. That was That was a good one. Okay, you got five bucks. You're keeping score, right? Let's show, I got the, it. I show got everybody it right the score. Here. Where are yep. we at? One laugh from Denny. That's one it. Laugh from Denny. Oh my yeah, God. That's all you get. One's better than nothing. Right, yeah. Okay, here it is. The final intern chain joke. Yeah. This is for all you Star Wars fans out there. So at a garage sale, there was this guy who was selling uh, Star Wars figures. He said that if I bought Obi-Wan, he would give me Maul half off. Oh, I, he would give me Maul. Like, give me um all. Like, give me them all. Okay, here's the thing. If you have to explain a joke, yeah. it's nah. not funny. It wasn't funny after the explanation either? No. Jen, I have a feeling you wouldn't have laughed at any of these regardless. I didn't. I think you had some prejudice against the No, the, it's the not comedian. that. If, if it was funny, I'd laugh. Oh, okay. I mean, I, I have no prejudice against Jen, would you, you like some jokes yeah. that will make you laugh? I would love that. That's yes. where Adam and I come Yes, that's, yeah, where, we exactly. that's yes. where we come That's where we come Let's bring in the professionals. Let's bring in the professionals. Yeah. Okay, it's not headlines with Shane. Right, it's headlines with Denny the Bull That's for a right. reason. Yeah. That's right. And uh, this is why Joe brought me here from Tennessee. Or Actually, we're in Tennessee. This is why <laughs> Joe brought me here from Chicago to Tennessee. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. I'm not overpass. Yeah. All right, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, so now I'm going to tell jokes. Adam, me, Adam, me. Got you. Five, here we go. This is how you tell a joke, buddy. Okay, you ready? <laughs> okay. I should I learn from the best. Huh? Learn from the best. All right, I went to the doctor, and I told him some days I feel like a teepee. And sometimes times I feel like a wigwam. Then I'm, I'm a wigwam, then I'm a teepee, I'm a teepee, I'm a wigwam. I said, you know, what's my problem, Doc? And he said, your problem is you're too tense. All right, I'll give you a chuckle. <laughs> Jen liked it. Really? He, wow. he kind of, he, he was, he he was nodding smirked. and smirking, yeah, but he, I didn't it. hear any sound. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, right. so Shane, uh, sad news. Uh, I actually broke up with my girlfriend, Lorraine, uh, because I was seeing another girl named uh, Claire Lee. Uh, but the good news is, I can see clearly now that Lorraine is gone. <laughs> He's being know. coached by the guy in the, over here in <laughs> yeah, the corner. Yeah, it's not so, exactly you know. fair. All right, here we go. You ready for this, Shane? I, I can hold my own. I can hold my own. I'm ready. He's you're holding the on only, that $5. You're the only one holding He is around. holding on to that $5. <laughs> All right, one night a guy got so drunk at the bar he passed out. Didn't wake up till 6 the next morning. As the sun began to rise, he covered his face, but he saw a nun walking towards him, right? A nun. He hauled off and punched her. Then he kicked her. He threw her across the parking lot. The nun asked, why, my son, why? He said, not so tough tonight, are you, Batman? That one was rough for me, though. That was yeah, yeah. I didn't execute yeah. that one very well. Oh, uh, Shane, did I tell you uh, today I saw a dwarf climbing down a prison wall? I thought to myself, that's a little condescending. Boo! Oh, a little condescending. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh. all right, nothing for me. Does Adam get docked for laughing at his own joke? <laughs> I thought okay. he should. You know? I, I should get docked funny. for yeah. laughing at his joke, but. <laughs> That's all right. The fact that Jen is enjoying our jokes today and that last week kind of is like, oh, right, I think well, now we found bad. the right ones. Yeah, I think she feels bad that because too. she watched the video over the week and she just doubled over. All right, let's see if we can totally get that five dollars back. All right, here we go. He hasn't laughed yet. No, Mm-mm. let me see the scoreboard. It's, it's right here. 
He still got that two $5. for me, two for you, and I still feel like Adam should get docked. No, why did he own, get docked? But you know. okay, here we go, Shane. You ready? The final joke. Yes. Okay, here we go. Now, this is a little bit longer. I like to save the longer. Yeah, I like to save the longer ones for the end. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, you ready? All right, this old guy goes to the doctor. You know, he married a young wife. He wanted to have sex, but he had a limp dinghy. Okay, so the doctor told him to fill a jar with semen so he could examine him, you know, do all the men. So when the old guy returned, he said he tried his best, but the jar was still empty. Doctor said, why the hell is the jar empty? I gave you this jar to fill up. I gave you a week to do it. He goes, Doc, I tried everything. I tried my left hand. I tried with my right hand. I tried with both hands. Nothing. I had the wife try with both hands, try with her mouth, try with her feet. Nothing. Then we called the neighbor over. She tried everything, tried with her elbows, tried with her feet, tried under her armpits, nothing. The doctor said, holy crap, you actually brought your neighbor into this? He goes, yeah, not one of us can open that damn jar. No. So he's trying not to. That's the thing. That's the thing. He is trying hard. I think he was on the verge of busting Mm -hmm. a gut on all of them. But, hey, you know what? The fact is we couldn't make him laugh. No. So he's going to walk out of here with those five bucks. Yeah. And a gift card to the axe throwing place. Yes. So well done, Shane. Well done. Well done. I think we get applause for intern Shane. And just, you know, remember to all of you folks out here in the Clarksville, Nashville area, if you want to try to do what intern Shane just did, come in here, bring us your best jokes. We'll hit you with our hilarious best jokes. Hmm. This is all there is to it. This has been joking off on headlines with Denny, the bull Shane. Thank you so much. And happy birthday to you. Yeah, thank you, birthday, by the way. Shane. All right. Happy thanks birthday, for Shane. coming. And until next week, for Red Pill Jen, for Adam, this has been Denny the Bull, and thank you for watching Joking Off and Headlines with Denny the Bull.